everybody and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. My name is Zuby and if you're brand new to the show, the show is all about a little well-known card game called Magic the Gathering. So on today's episode, we're talking about, I mean, the biggest news that has dropped in Magic in a while, and that is the new standard bannings that have just been released. But before we get into that, uh, let's get a little bit of announcements out of the way. Uh, if you want to help support the show, the show has a Patreon. Uh, you can check it out at patreon.com slash magicwithzuby. Uh, you can also find me on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and Spotify. And you can also reach out to me on Twitter at magicwithzuby, on Instagram at magic underscore with underscore zuby. And you can reach out to me via email at mtgzuby at gmail.com. And here are two quick little ads as well to get out of the way, and we'll get on with our main story for today. Well, hey there, Zoe. Why the long face there, chum? I just want to order some magic cards, but the shipping was too expensive. Too expensive? Well, did you know if you go to LegitMTG.com, you can order any magic cards, and anything over $2 or more has free shipping. Wow, free shipping at LegitMTG.com. That's amazing. You heard that right, Zoe. Free shipping at LegitMTG.com with any order over $2 or more. Be sure to visit today and get the best deal on Magic Singles and Magic Sealed product available. Wow, that's amazing! And that is how you beat the latest standard meta with Abzan. Ugh, it feels like there's no magic content out there for someone like me. Someone who doesn't want to be competitive. Someone who is... Who is... Anormie? Yeah, exactly! Anormie! Well, have I got the show for you, the all-new Magic for Normie show! Hi, I'm Pixie. And I'm Zuby. Together, we host the all-new Magic, Magic for, for Normies. Normies! It is the Magic the Gathering show for all your Normie needs. We don't care what deck got into the top eight or what deck is winning, we care about having fun playing magic. That's right, Pixie. You can watch us on Pixie's Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash pixiekittenplays and catch the VOD on our YouTube channel, Pixie Kitten Plays. If audio is your thing, you can find episodes on the Magic Wazubi RSS feed. Do-do-do-do-do. Magic for normies. All right, so if you're watching the video here, uh, you probably see the sun shining in my face. Um, I'm deciding to do this on a morning because my days have been really, really crazy busy and my evenings have been super crazy busy lately. So figure let's just knock this out in the morning and I apologize if you're watching the video, the sun in my face. Um, I'm actually working on rearranging my whole office area here to where I'm going to be in a new position you're going to see pretty soon um so hopefully this won't be happening uh soon where you know the sun's gonna be in my eyes like that so hopefully in the next few weeks this will be changing but anyways uh besides that i mean i just want to jump right into the story here i don't know if this is going to be a short or long podcast i never plan out how long these are going to be uh, especially when it's solo episode where i'm just rambling on so yeah, this past Monday, I'm recording this on a Wednesday morning, and this past Monday, they um, dropped a lot of bans on us, right before rotation, too, and just to go over what they banned at a standard, now, I'm only going to be talking about standard here. I, I Standard is probably the format I follow the most. 
um, and besides EDH and all that. So as far as the other formats like Pioneer, um, Legacy, Modern, Vintage, and all of that, I don't really comment on those because, I'll be honest, I don't follow the formats or the metagames of those. I don't really know them that well, so I feel like I can't confidently comment on them. So, this past Monday, uh, they announced four cards that were banned in Standard, and they're Cauldron Familiar, everybody's little favorite kitty, Growth Spiral, the Ramp spell, Draw a Card, Place a Land on the Battlefield, Teferi Time Reveler, so three Teferi, and Wilderness Reclamation. And all these cards, except Cauldron Familiar, were due to be rotated out this coming... Was it fall? I think it's September or October. Uh, whenever the new set, the new Zendikar set's coming out. And my first, so I, I'll be honest, um, the other format I've also been playing a lot too is Historic. So I'll set that precedent there as well. So when I first heard of all this happening, I mean, I know a lot of people were happy. A lot of people are happy. And I can see why people were happy. I can see why this is a good thing. To me, though, and, you know, the voice of dissent here, I feel like this is a v bad thing. This this is bad. Now, I'm not saying these cards shouldn't have been banned at all. I'm not saying that. If With the way the metagame has been warped lately, yes, these bans probably were needed. But let's be honest. I know I've had an episode about this before. I can't remember when. Or I know I've talked about this before where... The last three years have standard have definitely shown to me that there is a larger problem going on inside Watsi because the amount of bans we have had just in standard in the past three years is unprecedented. We have never ever had this many bans before in standard, and to me, this is it's a bit worrisome because what's going on at Watsi. Why are they banning so many cards? Why is every time there's a new set coming out, the metagame just gets so warped around something, around a certain card or a certain strategy? And it seems, I, I don't know what's exactly going on there that this is happening. So let's go a little bit, let's take a little travel back to our history. Um... Where we're going to start back at January 2017, where the first standard bannings that happened since, oh, what was it? Uh, Jace and Stoneforge were banned in June of 2011. And then even before that, so, so Jace the Mind Sculptor and Stoneforge Mystic were banned back of June 2011. And before that, the last standard banning was March 2005 with all the artifact lands in Mirrodin and Arcbound Ravenger. So, and I, I know I could go back further than that, but that's just to showcase that between 2011 and 2017, there were zero standard bannings. And now, I'm not trying to say that standard was always perfect between 2011 and 2017. Yes, there were problem cards, right? But it just never, ever felt as oppressive before with certain strategies. And maybe that's due to not playing Magic Online a lot at the time, because, like, e even when I was playing Magic Online, it was mainly EDH or Popper or sometimes, you know, cheap modern decks. And then 
you know, this is before Magic Arena. So, okay, so going back uh, January 2017, we had the first standard banning since 2011, and what was banned was Emrakul the Promise End, Smuggler's Copter, and Reflector Mage. And that those bans were a bit surprising, and I can see why they were banned, because Emrakul the Promise End was super oppressive, especially with that Golgari Delirium deck that was going around back then. Smuggler's Copter, everyone ran Smuggler's Copter. It was such a good card. Why wouldn't you run it? And Reflector Mage, I feel like Reflector Mage wasn't even, and unless my memory is wrong, but I don't remember Reflector Mage being that oppressive back then, but I think they probably banned it just to sort of even out the odds because Bant Collected Company was so prevalent as well too. And Bant Collected Company used Smuggler's Copter and Reflector's Mage um, and then also there was what Mardu vehicles or Boros vehicles as well back then. So the, that was sort of the beginning of the end for me personally. That was where it really showcased my eyes like, whoa, okay. Now, I never spent a lot of money on standard to begin with. Um, you know, I'd always like bought a box or anything or bought a box or whatever, you know, drafted a lot. That's how I'd mainly build my decks back then. And I'm only talking three years ago. Uh, that was before really the podcast, you know, I'm not going to say as big as it was, but as you know what I mean. Um, but it's, it was, it's like, I never dumped a lot of money, but that kind of really scared me where, oh crap, stuff is getting banned. You know, what's the point of dumping a lot of money into this? And, and I get the fallacy of, you know, standard debt, playing standard is going to be more expensive than modern legacy in the long run. I get that. I totally get that. But it, a lot of it also depends on what your local meta is willing to play too. Because, I mean, if I were to go back to my LGS right now, modern and legacy are completely dead. And I sold out of both those formats last year. <clears throat> um, I mean, standard and pioneer are the only things going on right now. I mean, well, that's if I had an LGS that was open right now. That was before all the pandemic mess. So we had those in January 2017. And then <clears throat> that was also the time when Aether Revolt came out. I think, yeah, it was Aether Revolt. And we had a little known card called Felidar Guardian that was basically... We had Splinter Twin in the format for a little bit. We had Felidar Guardian and Sahili Ray which could create a splinter twin effect where you could just create unlimited copies of Felidar Guardian. And that uh, was pretty impressive. And what was surprising was as soon as that card was spoiled, everybody on the internet figured it out right away, And but no one at Watsi caught it. And they took a few months before they even banned it as well, too. I think they even released a... An article stating that they it was on a watch list or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was, but so that got banned. That was a huge, huge uh, mistake on their part, where it was just kind of like no one caught this. You you all didn't QA this or or play test this out or anything like that. And so right after that, and then came one of the. And then in June 2017, they banned another card, Aetherworks Marvel, which was basically, you know, spin to see if you win. You tap it, look at the, was it top four or five cards, and play a play a big fatty like Ulamog or Emrakul or um, Kozilek or, you know, or whatever, whatever big creature was out at the time. Um, and 
that caused a lot of issues as well, too. I mean, people were trying to break Aetherworks Marvel before it even became a really popular deck. Because I remember when Kaladesh first came out, I think Aetherworks Marvel came out in Kaladesh. And when that came out, people were trying to break that to begin with. But Bank Collected Company and the Golgari Delirium were way too strong at the time. So Aetherworks Marvel never really shown until like Emrakul, Smuggler's Copter, and Reflector Mage were banned. So, it's, I mean, that card is like spin the wheel, see if you win type thing. And while I don't, I think this was around the time where there was a big fuss going around in the community where there just felt like there wasn't enough answers to be had. So Aetherworks Marvel was more of an issue of, I want to say there wasn't good answers being printed for artifacts. At least I, from what I can remember, because June 2017, Ket would have been out, a braid would have been out to deal with artifacts, but... Oh god, was that like... There had to have been like Return to Nature or Naturalize as well too at the time. I can't remember, to be honest. But it was still a pretty oppressive strategy where if you couldn't answer Aetherworks Marvel right away, they're going to be playing something super big and you're just kind of done. You're kind of done from there. So next up then, we didn't have any bans for a while, and January 2018 was our next set of bans because Kaladesh Energy was way too good, and when you have a something that you can't interact with at all, that's when it comes time to ban some stuff. Friggin' little bug. Uh, so January 2018, we had a Tune with Aether, Rogue Refiner, run em up Ruins, and Rampaging Ferocid on all banned. A tune with Aether, a tune with Aether and Rogue Refiner really nerfed the, the energy strategy back then. And Ronamop Ruins and Rampaging Ferocid were banned to kind of keep Mono Red in check at the time. So, so I I will say f from January 2018 till the next ban, stuff was relatively stable for the most part. Um. That was until, so 2019, yeah, because War of the Spark didn't come out till last year. So yeah, so from 2018, so, so from January 2018 to February 2019, stuff was relatively stable at the time. There wasn't, wasn't too much craziness going on in Standard. Yeah, there were good decks and all that, but it felt it wasn't that, like there wasn't a crazy strategy or crazy deck i mean i could be misremembering but so february 2019 comes out and nexus of fate is banned in magic arena best of one and probably for good measure to be honest because nexus of fate with wilderness reclamation where you could just honestly keep casting it over and over and over again and have infinite turns essentially you know that was a uh, pretty crazy strategy as well too so I put that on the list because it just showcases, okay, this is this is a standard ban. Yeah, it's arena standard or best of one arena. So, um, yeah, I mentioned that. And then in August 2019, Rampaging Ferocidon is unbanned, uh, but remains banned in best of one for arena standard. Uh, October 2019, Field of the Dead is banned, which that card was, I'm surprised it's not banned in um, in Historic right now. And then, you know, Throne of Eldraine comes out, and we all know what happens there. November 2019 comes out. Oko, Once Upon a Time, and Veil of Summer are all banned. It's, God, just what the hell? What the hell? I mean, Oko was just 
I remember saying, like, I, I never thought Oko was going to be that good. And then there's no bands for a little bit. No bands for a little bit until June 2020. Um, we sort of had three bands. I mean, so there was two cards that were banned, and then an entire mechanic got completely nerfed. Uh, Agent of Treachery and Fires of Invention were the two cards that were banned from Standard, and Companion got nerfed to the ground. Now, and I understand, from what I understand, Companion was pretty OP in older formats, especially vintage, but I don't pay too much attention to those. So, but Companion being completely nerfed, especially in Standard, has basically made Companions not even worth playing at all in Standard. It's, it, like, if you look at the, the pro metagame, for standard now i don't think there's even anybody playing companions at all and then of course this past monday we had the four cards i mentioned earlier get banned cauldron growth teferi and wilderness reclamation so that sort of brings up brings me up to today's topic is what's going on at watsi now i understand that there's been articles written um i'm not going to go over them all here that has talked about that watsi has really changed their development strategy their design strategy to really push the envelope and take risk and ban cards if necessary and i'll have to say that's a great approach it's a great it's an awesome approach i'm glad that they're pushing the envelope but that would be a great approach for just a completely digital game right to me all these bannings in the past three years have just really shown that thank god I am not playing standard paper anymore. Yes, I know there's a pandemic and no one's really playing paper events anymore. Yes, I get that. hundred percent understand that. We're not talking about that though, because these cards were designed like either a year or two ago before they even came out to us in the public. Um, so they, who knows what's down in the pipeline as well too. So knowing that, that these cards were printed in mind with a paper environment goes to show that that they, as much as they want to push the, this, push the envelope, push, you know, the power level of these cards, it really also goes to show you as a player, if you're not super serious about becoming a pro or doing well in the GP, why even bother with standard at all as a casual player? Yes, I know there's EDH and all that stuff, but not everybody likes EDH or likes you know, whatever other format. Pe there are people like me for a long time. I loved Standard because I always wanted to play with the newest cards. And I'd love going to FNM and playing, you know, with whatever janky Standard deck and having fun with it. Um, but, you know, with all these bannings, it goes to show for a sort of, you know, casual player such as myself, why would I even want to play in a format that I know will just get banned? Like, what, why? It's it's a waste of money because those cards are going to essentially be worthless. Um, and it's it, there's no point. Yeah, if this was an all-digital environment, I say go for it. Go for it because, you know, you always get your wild cards back or whatever. And it's, to me, oh, God. And, and it's strange because so many, so much of the community that I've seen online just feels like, oh, yeah, cool, bannings, awesome. It's what we need, and no one's really talking of the fact that 
why are we seeing so many bannings? Like, what's really going on here? Like, because this this is not normal at all. For people that are coming in brand new to Magic, this is not normal to have this many bannings in a three-year period. For anybody that is new, like I said earlier, the last time we even had a standard banning before January 2017 was June 2011. And as I said before, it's not like standard environments between there were perfectly healthy and all that. But with what's going on lately, is is this just a push from higher up saying, hey, make sure that every single set you come out with needs to have, you know, those chase cards. And you got to make sure those chase cards are actually playable or, you know, it's not going to do well. Now, I know with the whole design shift from every you know expansion being a self-contained set may have a lot to do with it right because they have to make that one self-contained set really worth worth it for consumers to go out and buy right you know because before let's just take a look at theros right the the original theros was set up in three blocks and I mean, even the original Theros, you didn't get to really feel the full power of Theros until Journey into Nyx was out, right? And you you got to see it slowly sort of trickle in the strategies that Theros could provide. And same with Kanza Tarkir as well, too. It wasn't just, you know, a whole single set like Ikoria where, boom, here's all this super powerful stuff and we're going to completely change the metagame of Standard, where before when rotation happened in Standard, where you'd get the new fall set, yeah, everything was brand new and exciting because you don't know what, what's going to be popular. And then the winter set would come out, things would change a little bit. There, there wouldn't be a huge drash, drastic strategy change. It'd be more of what current decks are out, what current metagame decks are out there, and we can either make our strategies even better or make some other decks a little bit better because of the certain cards that got released in the winter set and same with spring and summer and you know so on and so forth it wasn't as because now that they're doing these self-contained sets it really feels like every time a new set comes out the entire metagame gets drastically shifted a lot of times at least that's what it feels like because with all these bannings going on we we kind of don't know what's going to be happening, right? So it's my, my biggest question is what's going on at Watsi? Is there a serious lack of QA going on? Is there a lack of play testing going on? Like what we, I feel we as consumers need to know like what's really going on behind the scenes in terms of play testing and QAing these cards, because it's important for us, right? If if our confidence is getting lost in investing in these formats like standard and if everything's just going to keep getting banned why invest our money into this if stuff is just going to get banned and i know a lot of the arguments against that is well well if i just play magic arena i never have to worry about that i'll get wild cards back or whatever it's true if if magic was just digital, but it's not. And I hope it never is just purely digital because that would be the worst thing to ever happen to magic. Um yeah, call me a paper boomer, whatever. It's you know, it 
this this appears to be a symptom of a much deeper issue that's going on behind the scenes. So one of my first questions I have for Watsy, I mean, I know no one really from Watsy watches this, but if anyone ever ha happens to, and they can answer these questions, you know, how much playtesting in card design is actually happening? Now, we know card design is constantly happening, constantly evolving. As I had Gavin on, it, it, it constantly happens, you know, They'll change cards and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But how much time is playtesting actually getting to play with these cards? You know, because I understand that they have to, so for a standard set, they have to not only make sure they playtest draft um, and sealed or whatever, and they also have to playtest standard. But how much time are they actually getting? Are they getting less and less time now? Is it because they're getting so pushed to release more and more products now? Because let's be honest, the amount of products that Watsi is releasing now is another unprecedented thing. It's the amount of products getting released is insanity right now. We're getting a new product almost every single month, whether it's Secret Layers, Brawl Decks, EDH Decks, uh you know, master sets, spell books, whatever, you know, how much of that time and is taking away from valuable resources that are needed to QA and play test standard. Um, and, you know, I, I know when it comes to reprint sets, oh, it's not that hard to at least card design, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't even know what kind of QA or design goes into reprint sets or anything, but you know, it is with the amount of product coming out, taking away from project resources to then devote into these new sets and they have no time to play test standard. I don't know. I mean, I'd like to know, you know, are they being really stretched? Then I know Watsi could never really answer that because they don't want to appear that they're struggling or anything like that. But if you go to glassdoor.com and read some of the reviews, you can tell that they're being stretched thin. They're, they're being stretched thin. They have no time to really do anything, but it's just a constant rush, rush, rush to get new stuff out. And they're, and as you can obviously tell, just look at the cards that are coming out. There's stuff that's obviously falling to the wayside. There's stuff slipping through the cracks. I mean, Oko was a, was a good example. Stuff that slipped through the cracks completely because it, no one expected, you know, did, did no one at Watsi expect it to be as powerful as it was? Um, you know, you know, look at Fires of Dimension. Any any card that allows you to play free spells is gonna be abused in some shape or form or fashion. Now, you know, the other side of the argument could be, hey, it's the internet age. We are figuring out stuff a lot quicker. Uh, we had now that arenas around, we're able to churn through the metagame a lot quicker and see the problem cards a lot quicker. And is that really the excuse they should use, though? Because, hey, we can push the envelope here, but we'll just ban it. But then, as I said before, then you're losing the confidence of your consumers to purchase the product. Because what's the point if it's just going to get banned? I mean, I, I can't really state, you know, how to fix this. Because this could be a much higher problem up in the corporate ladder chain where you have high-level managers and you know, VPs and all that stuff saying, I don't care what it takes. You got to make this set worthwhile to buy. I don't care if you got a ban. I don't care if it shakes consumer confidence. You got to create these cards and make it worthwhile to purchase. doesn't matter what it does to the actual, you know, health of the game. And one of the things, you know, 
it's I, I, I so I wrote a bunch of notes and I was talking about and a lot of these notes I wrote just like in the heat right after the format. And that's why I didn't want to do a podcast episode right after the announcement because I was heated where it's like not really mad that the cards got banned, but just mad at Watsy because it's I just want to like sort of like what's wrong with you, Watsy? Like, what is going on? Why does this keep happening? Um, And I, I just want them to really focus on what makes this game great in the first place and not having to release 5 million products at us because a couple like five, six, seven years ago, you didn't have to release, you know, a, a new thing every month to keep us interested in the game. Um, you know, maybe times were simpler back then, you know, but it's, I, I wish they could just go back and just focus on what makes this game great and I know that there are a bunch of passionate people there at Watsi knowing how to make this game great but I feel like they're being constricted they're being they're not able to there's something going on that is making them almost kind of break the game in a sense to push the power level and make it the way it is and is it due to the push of arena because let's be honest arena is probably making them a lot of money and i've already said a lot of my thoughts about arena where arena is not the future that i want to see for magic it's i want it to still be paper and i hope and i and i know realistically paper is not going anywhere anytime soon but with the prevalence of arena just really showcases that if we keep going down the path that we're going with standard with the power level of cards that they're not going to be afraid to do standard bannings then i'm sorry i think we're going to see way less and less paper standard there's really going to be no point in playing paper standard if your stuff's just going to get banned um just play it on arena and you know, if GPs or Magic Fest come back in any way, shape, or form or fashion, they're probably going to be more casual events where Commander and Draft and all that kind of stuff are going to take more prevalent prevalence over, you know, Standard and all that. And I hate to see a format that I really enjoy suffer like this. And it's, it's not a good thing for the health of the game. I, I feel, just sort of end this, it's a rather short episode, it's not good. It's, it's not a good look. And Watsi, I hope, you know, you all figure out what you're really trying to do here because this is just, it's not good. It's not good for the game. So I think that's where I'm going to end it on. So thank you all for listening and watching. Uh, Hope you enjoyed today's episode and have a great day. All right.